don't have enough time to sit down and read all the best Bitcoin articles? Well, let us read them for you. This is a Crypto Economy Quick Read. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm going to have a really quick uh, read today. Um, this one was uh, just posted yesterday, I think. Um, I only saw it yesterday. Yeah, January 23rd. Um, and this is from the guys at Casa. It was uh, posted by Jeremy Welsh, their CEO. And uh, I have I have talked up the Casa company a lot, and I love my Casa node. Um, so undoubtedly, if you've been listening to show to this show, you have heard of them before. But these guys, I really, really think, um, and you can mark my words on this, I would really like to, I might do like one of those remind me bots or something like that. Uh, but I think in the next year or two, these guys are going to be absolutely huge for standardizing business practices in this new ecosystem. Because I think this is where where I think the major change is going to happen in finance is all around trust. And I think that same trust is dying in the media, in Silicon Valley, and of course in finance and politics, governance systems. And that is where, uh, where Bitcoin and these kinds of protocols can truly shine. And I think it requires an entirely new business model, just like Silicon Valley essentially needed a new type of business model in order to both A, embrace the unbelievable success of open source software uh, and move away from the reliance on very top-down managerial structures and push more decision-making to the engineers and to the people basically with boots on the ground, the one talking, the people talking to the customers and as close to the problem as possible. And that's what's made open source so effective is open source software is, um, it's, it's that, uh, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to the iterative capital thesis, you got to, they talk about the, all the different philosophies in it, the New Jersey style, the, um, uh, worse is better. And basically the core idea that a simpler, less, less complex and convoluted, straightforward design that solves a very specific problem, getting it out early and letting customers use it and tell you where the problems is, that's what makes open source so effective is it builds communities around solving very explicit problems and it does not suffer from uh, anything that's like top-down structures and manage, like highly reliant on managerial structures um, result in feature creep and things where the the company or the business is simply having to pump out features and adding new code without simplifying it just because you know it might look good for the business or it might look good for the managers and the individual teams to have something out right now at this very moment um, and uh, or for the next wave of models so to speak um, so uh, I, I, that's why I think Casa is going to be huge, and they released. Um, I think they are like uh, 
uh, an example, and Blockstream too, honestly. Um, there's a handful of companies that I think are really embracing this um, in a big way. But in the same way that Silicon Valley was such a shift in how businesses organize and do decision-making uh, from the old legacy economy and, you know, the 80, 80s and uh, so on and so forth, the very top-down managerial style, I think we will see things like Casa and Blockstream and some of these other companies built entirely around open source and non-custodial key management um, are the ones that will that will be trustworthy um, because that's that's what's broken down in this new cycle is we've lost trust because people have abused all of these giant pools of all of our data they've sold it without telling us they've used it against us they've used it to nanny state everything that we do and look and record everything in our lives and there's these huge huge vulnerabilities there's these pipelines into our lives that other people are exchanging and profiting off of that we basically have no control over anymore um and i think that's what's going to happen is we're going to get that back in this new wave and casa will be right at the heart of it so uh, they released a really short one um that was just their their mission statement essentially well their seven guiding principles uh as they call it and i read this and i was like oh damn this is awesome so i wanted to just go ahead and jump into this one um so without further ado that was a pretty long lead-in but let's go ahead and jump into the again this is by jeremy welsh um at the casa team and this is seven guiding principles at casa our internal framework for decision making Our mission at CASA is to maximize personal sovereignty and safety. Last year, we created seven guiding principles to support that mission, and today we are revealing those publicly. The seven guiding principles are 1. Sovereign customers first. 2. Bitcoin first. 3. HODL first. 4. Can't be evil. 5. Design for lifetime relationships. 6. Build for resilience. 7. Don't trust, verify. Let's explore each of these principles in more detail below. 1. Sovereign customers first. Jeff Bezos and the Amazon team famously have a customers first principle to guide their decision making. Exceptional customer service even if that means running a loss on the short term, keeps customers returning for the long term. At CASA, we also use a customer's first approach, specifically focusing on customers who desire more personal sovereignty and safety. Why is this principle important enough to be number one? Because the ultimate decider of safety and sovereignty must be the end customer. Even if CASA engineers feel comfortable and safe using a tool, we can't stop there. We have to keep improving the design and experience until our end customers, many of whom are not technical, also feel safe and secure. 2. Bitcoin First 
At Casa, we strongly believe that Bitcoin is the most revolutionary technology of our lifetime. Bitcoin dominates in hash power, censorship-resistant incentive design, and overall market share. Further, from a systems theory viewpoint, Bitcoin is one of the most resilient systems on the planet, with a 99.9832236% uptime over the last 10 years. With that in mind, we see two growing tsunamis of change ahead. One, the global financial system will be rebuilt with Bitcoin at the center. And two, all computing will be rebuilt with Bitcoin as a foundation. CASA is mostly focused on improving the second component. CASA is a security and computing company, not a financial firm. Today, we support two primary functions, multi-sig key security for Bitcoin, Keymaster, and computing with Bitcoin and Lighting, Casa Node. In the future, we will support many different types of computing and some additional data and currencies. This will all be driven by customer demand with two important considerations. One, Casa will never add more data or assets for the sake of having a long list of supported assets. Each added asset creates more complexity on the platform, and thus its value must be carefully considered. Our revenue model is intentionally based on single, all-in-one service payments instead of trading volume, like exchanges and fiat on-ramps. This is important because it means we only make money if customers are secure and safe. Exchanges have incentive to add hundreds of tokens so they can get more trading fees. CASA has no such incentive, and so you can expect us to add a very low number of new assets or data types per year. 2. CASA will never lower security standards to add new data or assets. Last year we determined that we could not add full support for Ethereum unless multi-sig standards were improved. We left a significant amount of money on the table from Ethereum-dominant clients, but feel that our long-term security reputation is more important than short-term profits. We will continue to make recommendations for other cryptocurrencies and data types and only add support if system security meets our high standards. Our goal is to help our clients secure their wealth and data and live safer and more productive lives. As encryption technology progresses, more and more assets will become digital. CASA will be there to help our clients secure those assets throughout their lives. 3. HODL FIRST CASA is built for holding first. To maintain and increase personal sovereignty and safety, it is critical that users have better choices for self-managing their keys and their cryptocurrency funds. Long-term, we expect better key management to improve control of user data and real-world health, too. Our foundational focus of improving key management and self-custody will continue. We believe the most revolutionary and important new computing experiences will extend from self-custody of keys, data, and assets. Timing is critical, too. We are seeing increases in physical and virtual attacks across the industry. We started CASA with a $10,000 per year, three of five multi-signature premium service to help those most at risk of attack. And in the near future, we plan to expand our key management to other price points. Four, can't be evil. 
This phrase is a counter to the old and now removed Google principle, don't be evil. I first heard can't be evil from our friend Muneeb Ali at Blockstack, but the origin of the phrase traces back to Adam Back. Can't be evil means building systems that solve problems but do not give overt power to a central authority in the process. That means the creators and operators of a system cannot be evil even if they wanted to. CASA is already built with this simple principle in mind. Our key recovery service holds only one key out of a total of five keys in the 3 of 5 multi-sig scheme. That means we can never be evil and steal from our customers, even if we wanted to. Our long-term roadmap pushes more and more sensitive operations away from CASA's servers and onto client-owned devices in order to further reduce risk for CASA customers. 5. Design for Lifetime Relationships The era of fickle, spammy notification interactions with your phone and computers is coming to an end. As Bitcoin counters fiat-fueled printing and enables long-term planning and savings again, new products will emerge to align with a renewed culture of long-term investment. That's why CASA designs for lifetime relationships. Our initial products enable holdling and sovereign computing, and future products will continue this theme of enabling more personal control and long-term planning. We expect that each single relationship we support today will lead to many new client relationships as cryptocurrency is passed forward to future generations. 6. Build for Resilience Resilience is the goal, and decentralization is just one path to get there. Decentralization is not a cure-all. It feels that way right now only because our current 2019 economy is so dominated by centralized companies. Increased decentralization of computing services is a good thing, but only if it increases resilience and personal control in the process. That's why we've embedded resilience as a core principle at CASA. From robust software to 24-7 client service, building resilient systems is critical for enabling more personal sovereignty and safety. 7. Don't trust, verify. Do you visit the farmer who owns the hens that lay the eggs you eat for breakfast every morning? When's the last time you analyzed each chip on the motherboard of your laptop that you use every day? No system is trustless. But even if systems can't be trustless, increasing the ability to verify that our trust is being properly respected by a system is still valuable. That's why CASA builds systems that give clients full control and allow for regular verification of executed actions. That's also why we are committed to open sourcing more of our technology over the next year. Keep your eyes peeled in the next week for more open source news. Do CASA's seven principles resonate with you? Start using CASA today. Apply for a premium 3 of 5 multi-sig service or buy a CASA node. And I recommend buying a CASA node. If you want to jump into uh, playing with Lightning and just have your own always-on Bitcoin node, uh, it's a really, really great thing to have. Um, I've been putting it off. I've got a lot of the uh, video recorded and stuff, and I'm working on a second CASA video. 
I've just been stuck with a lot of other things. But definitely recommend it, guys. Um, if you have been putting off setting up your own node and getting into Lightning, the Casa node is really, honest to God, I think it's one of the best ways to get into it. Um, but that's my personal opinion just because I like having one that's just always there and I can log into it and bring it up on my monitor and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, that's basically end of it. I'll, I'll read these last couple paragraphs, though. Um, join our team. Email jobs at team.casa with your resume and desired role. We're hiring across both engineering and client service positions. What is CASA? CASA is the easy and secure way to improve your personal sovereignty. CASA Keymaster is the best personal key system on the planet. Keep full control of your Bitcoin with multi-signature, multi-location, and multi-device software combined combined with premium 24-7 support. Casa Node is the easiest way to get started with Lightning and Bitcoin. Easy to set up and use with a beautiful web-based interface. No command line required and Casa's world-class support to answer all your questions. Want the latest on Casa Nudes? Follow Casa on Twitter. I will link to it and uh, they are at Casa Hodel. Um, spelled just like it sounds, C-A-S-A-H-O-D-L if you're not following them on Twitter on Medium, or their email list to receive updates. I will link to this article on Medium, and their email list is just, I guess that's on their website, Casa Keys Keymaster Questionnaire. Uh, I will link to this as well in the show notes. So if you want to check out those links, you can obviously either go uh, directly to the, um, uh, to the article and uh, drop some applause like I am doing right now. Um, and... Uh, 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 you can uh, check out those links that they've got up there and check out the website and uh, take a gander at the Casa node if you have not uh, done that yet. But considering the fact that, first off, I love Can't Be Evil. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Somebody posted, that was what actually uh, brought me to this. I actually think it was in the Casa Telegram. Somebody posted they loved. It's like, oh my God, Can't Be Evil. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Um and uh, what a great, what a great principle to hold true to is that who cares if, you know, someone is selfish or like, you know, would want to cheat, make a system that means they can't cheat. Um, and that's just, that's just beautiful. I love that. Um, I, uh, number five, design for lifetime relationships. The... It's really hard. One of the one thing that I think that is incredibly rare, even with people who are like dabble in Austrian econo- economics and stuff, is that most do not seem to realize the impact that fiat money and money printing and debt-based like fractional reserve systems they don't they discount the impact that it has on culture that it creates this incredibly short-term mindset and this frivolous buy now, I'll pay for it later type mentality where people do not think about the cost. In a, in a, in a society where everybody is using Bitcoin, no one would go to college. No one would pay for this price for college. By high school, you would understand what it meant to pay for Bitcoin or pay Bitcoin for a product that was not worth what you spent on it. And... I think it's only possible because of grossly cheap, manipulated, low-cost debt. And 
what is going to happen in the Bitcoin ecosystem and what has already happened. We've seen it on kind of a small scale, but there's going to be a huge culture for long-term investment and long-term savings. And that they realize this and that the the fiat-fueled, as they say, fiat-fueled printing and short-term uh, mentality is going to die away. Uh, trying to earn a high profit for six months is not going to benefit them in the long run. They're here for the long haul. They're going to turn away profit today because they know that this is going to be a 20, 30, 40 year game. They want, they want this to go on for generations. And with, uh, uh, with these principles, I think it can. Um, and I think that's an incredibly, uh, incredibly important thing to have as part of uh, that business system because the business culture and the culture of the customers are going to change. And I think there are going to be a ton of businesses today that are not prepared for it and don't understand that it's coming. Um, but there's going to be a new culture of long-term investment, long-term savings. And I don't really need to buy this because it costs this much Bitcoin. And I could wait a year until a better model comes out type culture is going to exist. Um, the opposite of the no money down, 0% interest, buy it and don't think about how much it costs mentality that we have today. Because that's only possible because that company is just selling the debt to somebody else, which is selling it to somebody else, which is getting the interest payment because it, there's no savings to back it in the first place. You can only make money on a 0.1% interest loan um, if you didn't have to have any money to make the loan in the first place. Um, but whatever, going too far into that. Uh, build for resilience. Um, I thought that was a pretty good, it's really easy to get lost in the idea that decentralization is a cure-all um, because he's right, it's not. It's just kind of a higher plateau of problems. Uh, uh, just kind of like the internet is we have this huge freedom of information, but now we have these new problems with algorithms that limit what we see or put us in echo chambers or uh, ban us for saying specific words. But you think about it, that's a much higher level problem is that we're still able to talk to each other and exchange information at a pace that 30 years ago looks absolutely insane. I mean, exponentially worlds faster than it was in the 80s. And then it wasn't even about like, could you talk to people on the other side of the country? It was that if it wasn't on the three TV stations, no one knew it existed. Um, and that has completely changed. Now we just have, you know, 20 different social media platforms that are all censoring in their own little ways or, you know, based on their own ideology or their own algorithms or something like that. But that is a much, that is a first world problem versus a third world problem. Um, and I think in the same way, decentralization will have a lot of problems and a lot of drawbacks that need to be solved. But if you build for resilience, is uh, decentralization is not the only goal. Um, and that was one that actually got me going, hey, you know, that's a, that's a really good point because I hadn't thought of that and I probably would not have... Uh, like if somebody asked me what my quote-unquote business principles were, I probably wouldn't have thought build for resilience, but I think that's a really important one after reading it from these guys. Um, and uh, don't trust verify. Obviously, 
um, like core to the whole Bitcoin and cypherpunk ethos. Hodl first, again, they, they get that this is about savings. This is about securing capital from both uh, uh, risk and from uh, third-party control and also surveillance and privacy. Um, and then uh, the fact that they're Bitcoin-centric because specifically for uh, them understanding how revolutionary Bitcoin really is, but in addition is the security issue. Um, is that they understand the difference between a secure system and not. If you haven't read, they linked to it in the... Um, he linked to it in... Oh, crap, where is it? Uh, about not adding full support for Ethereum unless multi-sig standards were improved. Uh, Nick Newman... Let me find it here. Let's click on that. Nick Newman, yeah. Uh, wrote one about key management of Ethereum and the how the multi-sig in ethereum is fundamentally insecure and they were having to write their custom native multi-signature and uh, a bunch of details in that and how to store it's, it's called storing your ethereum safely you know what? i'll throw that one on there too maybe i'll even dig into this one at some point on the show this one this one was a good one i read it um uh, i don't know a long time ago um when uh casa was first becoming a thing really i guess and uh, uh, this was, see, I didn't know this about Ethereum at the time. Uh, so this was kind of eye-opening for me. Um, I like this article if you want to get into it. It was a little, little geeky at the time. Uh, but I've been going into that kind of stuff on the show a lot lately. So uh, we can do it if you want to. Let me know if you want to read that one about uh, Ethereum and multi-sig and stuff. Okay. And Sovereign Customers First. Yeah. Uh, I think we've really covered everything pretty thoroughly on this. Um, don't forget to check out your, uh, check out the Casa, um, store. If you're looking at a Casa node, uh, like I said, definitely recommend it. Watch these guys, watch these guys very closely. They're going to be a huge part of this ecosystem. And I really think that these business principles and their standards for non-custodial key management and stuff, I think they're going to play a major role in defining the standards of this entire ecosystem uh and you wouldn't want to miss out on that you get to see this happening from the ground up these guys are still really small um they're growing fast uh but uh yeah i think there is a lot to come uh so do not forget to follow them at casa hodel on twitter i'll link to their medium and the uh email list link and obviously this post all right guys uh, thank you so much. Uh, don't forget to check out CryptoEconomy.life, the website that I'm still constantly breaking and remaking. I'm, I'm finally settled on something. I'm just constantly updating things. So like I said, I'll be updating things in the background. If it looks a little bit different every time you go, that's because I'm working on it. So, uh, uh, But check out CryptoEconomy.life. I got all my social media connections up there. Uh, it's where you can support the show and my work if you would like. Um, I'm, I've got a blog that I'm going to start doing just uh, smaller things like little little posts just straight on the website um, that I'll keep doing regularly even when I'm not able to get out uh, episodes for the show. And um, uh, But with that, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the show and share it with everybody 
out there in the crypto economy ecosystem so that they too can hear all the best articles and content out there and about great companies like Casa. All right, guys, I will catch you next time on the Crypto Economy Podcast. Take it easy, everybody.